Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. Hello, I'm Joyce Gorman-Worsley, Vice President of Other Voices Diversity Leadership Programming here at Greensboro Chamber. What that consists of is Other Voices, our eight-month program, uh, full-day sessions each month, and also newly added is our Other Voices Executive Program, which is a five-month program of half-day sessions each month. The calendar is decided early on in the process so that the participants can adjust their schedules accordingly to give their full participation in the Other Voices process. So what is Other Voices? Other Voices is a diversity, equity, inclusion program where we delve into the isms that keep our community separated. Um, Oftentimes when we're dealing with those issues of um, isms and what keep us apart from each other, um, we tend not to talk about it, but other voices bring it front and center so that the participants can hear other voices. Uh, Today we have with us four awesome people. We have our fearless facilitator of 25 years, Mary Kendrick, we have Jacqueline Johnson, and we have Craig Head. I'm going to ask them some questions surrounding the Other Voices process. Jacqueline and Craig participated in class 28 this past year. They actually graduated in April and uh, already uh, hitting the road running to get other voices information in their process that they uh, uh, went through out to the community. So I'm going to ask Jacqueline and Craig some questions regarding their process and uh, get to see what they thought about it. Jacqueline, if you would go first, tell us a little bit about you and we'll get started. Excellent. Thank you for having me here today, um, Joyce and Mary. It's always a pleasure to rejoin other voices and have a conversation. Um, so I am Jacqueline Johnson. I am the HR director for Volvo Financial Services. I am responsible for um, North America to include Canada and Mexico. And I um, provide or I am responsible for setting the HR strategy for all things regarding people, whether that's performance management, talent management, diversity, equity, and inclusion, et cetera. So great to be here. Great. Craig, could you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Craig Head. Um, I teach at Greensboro Day School. I'm also a small business owner here in Greensboro. And um, 
I uh, have enjoyed other voices and am a big proponent of other voices and tell lots and lots of people that they need to be part of that. Great. And we'll hear before we get started, we'll let our facilitator introduce herself. Good day, everyone. I'm excited to be a part of this podcast. Uh, for the last 25 years, I have had the pleasure of learning and growing in every other voices circle or gallery since we're Zooming um, that have been in existence since the beginning of other voices 29 years ago. Um, I am knowing that we're going into a 29th year. And so I'm excited to hear the end result or the impact that this session has had on those that are in the gallery today. Um, I've been doing this work for the last 30 years. That begins to tell my age. Um, and have learned and have grown in every session that I've ever conducted, be it uh, the Other Voices program or working with my external clients. I have had the privilege of learning and growing and knowing more about myself and the perspectives of so many life experiences that have not been my own, that have allowed me to grow and be able to include others whose difference I didn't know before being a part of the circle. Um, so I'm delighted to be a part of this podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk to you, all of you today. So, Jackie, could you tell us what are your thoughts regarding the other voices experience? Um, so, you used the, a, a great word, and that was an experience. Um, other voices was indeed a journey and an experience that I will always um, hold very near and dear to my heart. Other voices for me changed my outlook tremendously. It changed the way I look at things. It changed the way I um, listen. Um, it changed the way I, my perspective before I started other voices. Um, you know, you look through a very silo lens. And then as a result of hearing other perspectives in the gallery from, from our other um, participants, man, it was just very insightful and eye-opening. It was frustrating, but it was also encouraging and rewarding. Um, and so I walked away from the Other Voices program, a better me, a better leader, uh, a better mother, a better friend, a better community activist, you name it. it. It is impossible to not be changed internally and externally as a result of this program. I tell you, I really appreciate those comments because it is not an easy uh, journey. Yeah. But uh, if you put your time and effort into it, it is what a lot of people say is life-changing. It's if you Fred, do the work. You got to exactly. do the work. <laughs> exactly. So but I did the sweat and the tears. Yes. Yeah, we had many sweat tears. And tears. Yeah. Yes. yeah, with blood, sweat, and tears. But it, it, to me, it's, it's about coming, um, wanting to respect and understand other voices. The, the name of the program speaks volumes. Because if you're willing to really um, humble yourself and put yourself in a place where you're willing to hear other perspectives and learned experiences, you're going to walk away with a tremendous amount of growth. I agree. I 
totally agree. Craig, could you tell us about your Other Voices experience? Yeah, so I've had um, some colleagues who've gone through Other Voices and they've been coming to me for years and years saying, you really need to do Other Voices. You really need to do Other Voices. You'll get so much out of it. And um, finally this year I was able to do it and it was an amazing experience. Um, you know, we all get in our own little corners and we don't have a chance to sometimes be around as diverse people as we would like to and see different perspectives. And, you know, the phrase, you don't know what you don't know. And there were so many things that were new to me. Like, I did not know that perspective. I did not know that. And so carefully, Other Voices takes us into these different areas of our culture and helps us to process and see what is going on, helps us to embrace vulnerability and um, become better people, better leaders, better community members here in Greensboro. Uh, I'm loving this conversation because everything that you're saying, we, we see it time and time again. Uh, it's, it's so cool to see your faces when you hear something in the class that you've not heard before or something that you've never thought of before. And it's one of those aha moments. Uh, it's really neat to see the faces of the participants um, when that happens. And, and Craig, I saw your face a lot this year ago. Wow. Not so, only uh, aha moments, but aha uh -uh moments. Like, oh no, you know, those, those were as important as the ahas and the oh ohs and the oh no's because- the Ouches. Yeah, you just don't know. The ounces. The ounces. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jack, Jacqueline, um, what do you think you do differently now that you didn't do before or that you handled before in a different way since you've gone through this Other Voices process? Um, so that's interesting. Um, I am a certified coach by nature as well as um, human resources. So I often tell people what to do in the HR space. And people are always um, coming to me with issues, if that makes sense. But as a coach, I'm really trained to listen. And so I brought both hats to other voices and, and tried to get all that I needed to get to, to become more effective. And so what I can say is that I am more effective at combining both of those hats today. Um, and so the way I approach the workplace, especially being in a human resources role, where you are impacting much of the workplace and you are impacting a lot of, um, you, you know, the way you interact with your leaders, if that makes sense. And so mm -hmm. what I do now is when I see biases or stereotypes, or if we're having a conversation that I feel is not being inclusive, I am much more vocal today, much more vocal. And so I'm able to see it and I'm able to bring that experience from other voices into the boardroom, into you know, individual conversations with employees and leaders. And um, just really looking through a lens of in inclusion is really a huge takeaway and becoming a better listener and really not tolerating any of the things that I, I used to tolerate in the past in terms of, I would let certain conversations slide, if you will. Now I address them and we, we put them on the table and it's very difficult for me to do that 
Um, and you, if you're a participant of other voices, we've been vulnerable and we've had conversations in terms of, you know, how I feel personally, sometimes as an African-American woman in predominantly spaces that don't look like me, sometimes it's hard to have those conversations as outspoken as I am by nature. Um, but I'm able to do that in a professional and respectful way. And my colleagues respect me, but it's a much needed conversation that I don't shy away from any longer. That is so awesome. That Jacqueline, Joyce, can I add to Jacqueline? Because Absolutely. being in an HR role when I worked inside an organization is what led me to doing diversity work. Because you sit in a, in a position where you're hearing multiple perspectives on the same situation and people not being able to see or hear each other, we talk past each other. And so having the other voices experience allows you to do exactly what you said. And that is combine both hats of being a coach and being an HR professional. The other thing you said, Jacqueline, is once you see it, you cannot not see it again. Can't Once you it. see it, it's there. It's present for you. What yes. were you saying? No, I would agree with that a hundred percent. It's it's I think I have an obligation to to see it and to to make sure others see it, even when they don't understand. And meeting them where they are, right? And bringing a different perspective and a different voice to the table. I would not have done that as effectively without other voices. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for that. That's yes, awesome. Absolutely. Craig, what are you or what do you see yourself doing differently now that that you didn't do before you had the other voices experience? Well, other voices really helped me to start looking at things through different lenses. You know, it, it helps take you outside your own self and to say, you know, I need to put these lenses on and um, now that I have them as a tool and look at it this way, and then maybe I need to take those off and put a different set of lenses on to try to see the whole perspective of where everybody's coming from and understanding and then use what other voices taught us to um, teach people. So you need to think about this, you need to think about that. I think that everybody in our other voices class was a teacher and then that made me become a better teacher as well. And then also, um, you know, just the saying, you got two ears and one mouth for a reason. And so other voices has definitely helped me to sit back and say, okay, you need to listen, you need to listen, you need to listen, you need to listen. And then, um, you know, think about your response instead of just going straight a, a knee-jerk reaction or whatever, because you have to hear the stories of people and, and understand where they're hurt and pain and where they're coming from and, and walk in other people's shoes. And, and so it is definitely helping me with that and helping me understand that, um, you know, it, if we come out and be someone who's scolding, the message won't get across. Cross, but if we come out and when we see something and say, "Well, I'd just like to be a teacher on this or a mentor on this," then the point can get across. You know, I, like I do too, and that brings to mind reach one, teach one. Okay. Um, that's what I'm hearing you say, Craig. That this experience has allowed you to reach out and teach what it is that you have gained through the OV experience. That's awesome. And Craig, I applaud Craig for um, 
the way he participated in the program. He, you know, even when I believe, you know, this is not Craig talking, but me talking, I believe that when Craig would come to um, situations or issues that he wasn't completely understanding or maybe had a different perspective, he did take that time to put in that extra listening ear to just make sure he was hearing what he was hearing, he was taking it in. Yes. And um, this class 28, I kept saying through the year that, you know, you all are striving for the best class ever. <laughs> but, um, you know, you guys really did take on the conversations. You, I don't know that we had any one moment that you guys shied away from a conversation. You know, some, I do remember distinctly, Mary saying one, one month, um, I didn't hear from a lot of y'all today. So next month when we come, we'll be sure to hear from you. And sure enough, the next month, once you say, who's, who's wanting to go or who's coming into the circle, tell me how you're doing it. And immediately the group who didn't talk the month before stepped right in and started talking. And it was just, it was just really cool to see how you guys work together to make this experience uh, a really good experience, a real, real experience. So I appreciate that. Well, I think Other Voices does a really good job of crafting a safe space pretty quickly. And so if you come in with an open mind and an open heart and you're willing to learn, uh, you will. You will reap those benefits. And, um, and it, that's what's so important. Uh, it, it's it's amazing that we were a part of the gallery for what eight or nine months and um and so it's it's like we could finish one another sentence by the end so I was going the the same place you just went to Craig in terms of the safe space mm -hmm. um because this year 2020 2021 has been a um year for the books and so some of the conversations that we discussed, it really required a safe space from the political insurrection to George Floyd's murder to, I mean, you name it, Asian American violence. There were so many societal issues that we had to deal with in other voices. And so there are times when we were exhausted, we were crying, we were laughing. I mean, there were so many different emotions. And I think that all of those situations that were handed to us. We didn't ask for them, but they were handed to us because we were able to work through those issues. I think our class has been very effective in because most of those things spilled over into our workplaces, our churches, you name it, health disparities with COVID. I mean, nothing was off the table. And so I just, I think that made us more effective in terms of dealing with those, those very heavy conversations around those subjects. I totally agree. What do you have to say about that, Mary? Because you had to facilitate all of these real life, you know, situations. Man, it was tough on some days. Um, I remember opening a session and during the check-in, it was so heavy everyone was struggling with what was going on in society and ultimately in their lives. And we did the check-in and I said, okay, we've got to change this energy. So let's take a break, go off, take care of yourself, come back and then let's get into the agenda. 
but people were weighing in so heavily on the circumstances in our society that I was in a moment as a facilitator saying, what do I do with this? How do I move us out of the space into an energy that will allow us to do the topic of this day? Yeah. How do I change that? And so I think Jacqueline, Craig, was that effective? Do you remember that session? I, I remember many heavy sessions where I remember you called on me one time and I said, I think I turned off my video and I was just sitting here in my office because I was just so heavy. And I remember you called on me and I said, well, I wasn't going to speak today. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning to speak because yes. I'm so, I am just so heavy today. And then I got myself together and I joined in, in the conversation. But the beautiful um, piece to that is that I felt no judgment in that moment that I could say that when I didn't feel like I could contribute in that moment, I felt no judgment. There, there was nothing. And I felt okay letting you know that. It was great. I, you know, and that's, that's the beauty of the Other Voices Gallery or Circle. And that is we work hard for there not to be judgment in the center of the dialogue. And as a facilitator, you've got to demonstrate that. And I think the beauty of the work as I've been involved in it, it allows you to see and hear the multiple perspectives and try to find a way to blend and connect um, each person to the other persons that are in the gallery or that are in the circle. Because so many of our life experiences are different, but we can find a commonality in the expression and the outcomes of our dialoguing through it together to get to the other side of that that has us have reservations about putting our voice in the circle. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. uh, just watching everybody grow throughout, and I mm -hmm. think there were so many times where, you know, uh, the voices introduced su such a diversity of topics. It's not just race-based, it's gender, it's um, ability, it's uh, LGBTQ and all that stuff just gave so many different avenues to learn and say, oh, okay, and now I understand this better. And, and for people to ask questions and, and the uh, special guests that you would bring in that were so wonderful and would let us ask questions that we just left the whole experience being so much more knowledgeable and, um, and feeling you know, that we could help be allies and advocates for so many different groups now. I think, Craig, one of the beauties of the gallery <clears throat> or the circle is that when that voice is not in the circle, we go outside the circle to bring it to you so yeah. that you can hear perspectives that are not naturally a part of the group because that experience is not present. Um, and so to bring those different life experiences into the dialogue and allow them to be the experts of their life experience in sharing their life experience so that we can learn and grow from it. That's one of the great things. We do have people who are invited and who come to join us to help us in this developmental growth piece. 
And they oftentimes take something away when they realize exactly what it is we're doing that day. You know, when we approach some of our guests, we tell them a little about the program, but then when they come and they get the full picture, they oftentimes go away with learning themselves. And um, that's, that's really cool because we hear from some of them um, after the fact. So that's me too. Um, so here's the question. Who's experienced an other voices moment since you've been away from the class? Craig's, Craig has a Craig has a other voices experience. I'll jump in after you, Craig. I've had a few. <laughs> so, so absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we I've experienced a couple just with just my children and them, um, not my own children, but the kids I teach using slang words that are they don't realize are completely inappropriate and and under making them understand that way, or you know when. Um, they bring in a, well, a video is shown and it's portraying someone in not the best light. And we, we stop and we talk about that modeling the other voices sort of paradigms on how, how to do that has very, very much helped, um, helped me. And so it's definitely paying forward in a lot of ways. And then of course, um, our particular group has decided to stay together and we are, uh, have a group called OB Cares, where we meet a couple times a month, and we talk to each other, of course, but we look for projects where we can go out and help the community, and uh, uh, to also keep the OB spirit paying forward and helping many of the different groups that were coming to us and talking about their situations. And in the same thing, the OB Cares is not just philanthropy, but it's also social awareness. So somebody could come in and say, hey, we all need to, you know, write a letter about this uh, particular legislation that's coming, or let's all meet down and um, throw our support behind this particular um, rally to, to help our community. Oh, that's you know, so that starts to put this class at the head of the list around best class ever. I'm We're telling working you. on it. You we are. are the, we are the best class. All ever. right, Jacqueline. We are. Yeah. <laughs> claim it. Yeah, I claim it. Claim the it. The grade 28. Yes. Indeed. I like that. Jackie, what is your other voices moment that you've experienced? So, um, so I've had two. The first one was around the anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. So, you know, that had died down in some circles. And so, um, so during the, the anniversary, a conversation came up in, in one of the circles that I was in. And um, many started just rehashing a lot of what happened and had various opinions. And so there was a dialogue that, that took place. And um, it's just amazing how people could see what happened even after the trial. And now we're here dealing with the anniversary of George Floyd's murder, that there are some that um, really chooses not to see what happened. Like mm -hmm. you gotta see it. Um, you may not agree, but you gotta see it. You, you yeah, saw it. And so I had a conversation around that that I wasn't expecting. Um, and so it just let me know in that moment that 
Um, although there are conversations taking place in boardrooms across America and in, in workplaces and you know, in different circles that we still have much work to do. It was just a, a that conversation was a reminder to me that there's a lot of unfinished business. But in other voices style, I allowed them to, I gave space to, to for the person to share their thoughts around um, George Floyd's murder, the anniversary, which differed from mine greatly. But I handled it in a mature fashion, wasn't upset. I just um, realized in that moment, you have a different perspective than mine. And that it's okay for you to have that perspective, but I wanted to shed some light in terms of um, my thoughts and my perspective, because it was equally as important to share. That was one big event that, that took place. And the other event is around critical race theory in K through 12 schools that just, um, you know, it's, it's being revisited across the nation. There are different bills on the table and there are some that subscribe to the notion that it's very divisive. And then there are some that subscribe to the notion that this is a much needed change. This is the only way we're gonna change history and bring some insight um, to the, the public educational systems. How do we begin to, to really right our wrongs, if you will? And so those are some conversations that were coming up. And I had a few ouch moments in terms of that, having those conversations around critical race theory. So I suspect that we will have um, other ouch moments. And I suspect that we'll have other dialogues around the country regarding that, because that's the, that's the next hot topic that, that we're dealing with in our society. So those are two ouch, two other voices moments that occurred in the last um, 30 days or so. Thank you for sharing those. Thank you, Craig, too, for sharing those. Can I just add, Joyce? I yeah. think that the other thing, Jacqueline, that we're seeing is revisionist history before our eyes. The way that we are calling back January 6th as those folks being just guests to the Capitol. Yeah. Um, that there was no insurrection, right. uh, that there was not what we saw, as you said, when you see it with your eyes. So how do you call what we saw just guests simply visiting the Capitol. Yes. Um, and so we're seeing history redone yeah. before our eyes and with our own experiences around it. It's just mind boggling, which then takes us back to history that was not written, that we're now calling race theory. It was not written. So to tell the truth about the legacy of this country and African-Americans or Africans being brought to this land, I don't get it. So I'm with you, Jacqueline, I think, around needing to hear more of the other perspective yes. so that I can wrap my head around those thought processes. We need a other voices moment to process that in, in terms of, I, I wish every leader across um, the United States and beyond would have an opportunity to attend an other voices session or to go through the process. It's a journey because I think you most will approach some of the things that come up through different lenses. You know, everyone, regardless of your race, creed, gender, you have, you have, you deserve to have your story told. You deserve to be 
a central figure in how history is written because it's true. And so I, I think for me, like, let's put it all on the table. Everybody deserves a right to have their history told because that's the truth of America. It's not about pointing fingers. It's not about who's more superior than the other. It's about putting the truth on the table because those are the things and we've learned in other voices. They begin to shape our policies. And it, especially when you think about the educational system, you think about schools being underfunded all of those things play a part in, in how America has governed itself, if, if you will. But it's all about truth and it's all about love. And it's all about understanding and availing yourself to all of those things. We would be in a much better place in America. Wow, that's powerful, Jacqueline. It is very powerful, very powerful. Mary, so I, I really appreciate this conversation today. It just, it brings me right back to the space that we were in for the last eight months or so, uh, listening and hearing uh, exactly what you all are saying regarding these issues that are impacting our community. And uh, I so appreciate everything that um, you all gave to the process. I appreciate you participating. I appreciate the vote that you are going to recommend for class 29. And uh, with that, Mary, I'll let you, or ask you rather, to um, give us a, 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 a reason why we should uh, have folk join us for class 29. You know, I think the evidence is in the voice of Jacqueline and Craig. Um, they have really positioned other voices in a way that illuminates the process. I think that, um, as Jacqueline said, leaders need to understand themselves first. And that's what Other Voices is about. It's about understanding you and the lessons that you have learned in your life from multiple sources. And even when we don't think that we carry bias. I heard recently, if you've got a brain, you've got bias uh, because we have all been fed messages about ourselves and each other and who we are in this society. And to, so to have a place where we can come together and hear, listen to each other's voice and perspective it can't do anything but allow me to grow as a leader. It allows me, as both Craig and Jacqueline have indicated, it allows me to factor it into what I do as my job in my living space. Mm -hmm. It allows me to be a better family member, to be a better coworker, to be a better leader within an organization, to guide the minds of young people that we're working to develop, to be inclusive and to have an equitable frame of reference around ourselves and others. I believe that Other Voices is a platform that provides a foundational understanding of the nature of the society that we're a part of. And it allows us to, to reflect on our own experience while listening to the experience of others and going, oh, wow, I didn't know that existed. Oh, wow, I did not know that that was a way of being. Oh, wow. 
I did not understand these multiple ways of life that I don't have a clue about. So when I say that people who believe that they are diversified, I would say that they don't know themselves yet because there are so many differences in the universe. Mm -hmm. There is no way for there to be a diversity expert. I say to folks all the time, if somebody introduces themselves to you as a diversity expert, run because <laughs> because they're not being true to the profession they're not being true to themselves and they're not being true to those folks that they're working to lead mm -hmm. there is a tremendous amount of growth that each of us has an opportunity to gain as a result of sitting in dialogue with others who have different frames of reference, who have different life experiences, who come from different geographies, come from different parenting, come from different uh, educational opportunities, come from different ways of life. And to hear those voices, to hear those perspectives, yeah. can't do anything but open my frame and take me out of that silo that Jacqueline mentioned in the outset because our life experience is no bigger than my lens. And when I sit in a gallery, that those blinders that are not allowing me to see the diversity in my universe, those blinders are often widened so that you have a differing view and perspective on otherness. Mm -hmm. And so we call out to everyone listening to this podcast, Sign up. Yeah. Be a yeah. part of this next gallery. Yeah. We don't want to have the same tumultuous year that we had with Class 28 because we had plenty of food for thought and, and dialogue. Absolutely. But certainly in this time frame, in the eight months that you have together, you are bound to learn and grow. Some in more sessions than others. Um, there are some sessions that you will really dig in, and there are other sessions where you'll sit back and say, okay, I know a little bit something about that. Um, and so you've got that mix of learning in this space. Thanks for the thumbs up, Craig. <laughs> well, I thank you all for, thank you, Jacqueline, for the talking up. to us today. Yeah, thank you, Jacqueline, and thank you, Craig for sharing your thoughts about the Other Voices process, about Class 28. Like I mentioned, you guys are really working to be that best class ever. Uh, I hear that there's already um, a session being planned for the fall where you guys want to do, uh, uh, come back to the gallery, to the circle, to talk through what has happened since you left the, um, the circle, the gallery. So I'm looking forward to sitting in with you all on that as well. So thank you for Absolutely. sharing your thoughts today. And, and, with that and can said, I say that, Joyce? Can I say yeah. I'm looking oh. forward to the work that OV Cares is going to do. Oh, I love yeah. the I love the outspring of this work to focus on community, to yeah. focus on being of aid and assistance and a resource to members of our community through the experiences and the work of this class. So thank you for doing that. 
I applaud you. Yes. Applaud you and applaud you. And it was something that they came up with on their own. It was by no pushing from us, no asking them to do it. They thought of it on their own and it is truly working. So uh, we appreciate OB Cares. Yes. It's awesome. But any last thoughts before we wrap this, this podcast up? No, I just want to simply um, say thank you for um, inviting us to share our voices and our perspectives. It's always a pleasure. I do plan on jumping into some of the gallery sessions for the next Please. class. Um, I really, I really am looking forward to that. The last thing I'll say is that um, a big takeaway for me is really to meet and connect and to develop further relationships with all of all of the OV um, team, the facilitators, as well as the different professionals um, around um, Greensboro in terms of um, the class participants. Like we, I think we are a close-knit group that respect each other and we are committed to staying connected and making a difference in this community that would never have occurred without um, other voices. Um, so I have, I often say that I've developed a, a, a whole team of new brothers, sisters, as well as um, professional folk that we can tap into from a network perspective. So I'm blessed um, for having that experience. Thank you. Great, great, great. You know, everything Jacqueline said, I would just say to everyone out in the Greensboro community that um, take the jump and, and uh, join an OV class. Uh, it's an amazing experience that's going to inspire you and make you grow and make you find ways that you can help your community. Yes. And can I add one last thing? What was awesome about doing this work in the gallery is we had a participant from the West Coast who was waking up at five o'clock in order to be on our Zooms at nine here, and it would have been six there. So we are delighted about this gallery platform. Uh, Zoom worked. We're able to stretch outside of our boundaries. The person works for a company that is local, yeah. um, but resides out on the West Coast. And so I thought that was just absolutely awesome. That was very she's a, Yeah, I can tell you she's an integral part of OV Cares too, um, mm-hmm. making sure that we connect and we meet timely and consistently. Like she's been a huge, a tremendous asset to this team. Absolutely. So yeah, we, we are connected awesome. forever. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So with that said, we're going to say to our listeners to um, get an application, get it into us, and we look to see you be a part of the program in the fall. September. Um, September. The application is online, and um, the due date for applications is Friday, July 23rd. But again, it's is uh, documented on the application and we hope that um, you will consider joining us. So thank you. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center, 
and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.